0: cost me
1: from the cold. Just when I was low, feeling short of stable. All the chintz and all she keeps inside is in on the
2: label. She says she's ashamed. Can she take me for a while? Can I be a friend? We'll forget the past. Or maybe I'm not
0: able. And I break Alright,
2: we're back.
0: That baby
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back into another edition of Pure Couch Sports. We are recording live in the Historic District 66 of Omaha, Nebraska. My name is Bill. As always this season to my right. My co host, my friend, Mr. Colt Casey. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Colt. Bill. Colt's good to be back in the stew with you. Uh it's it's good to be back. Season started, uh, wow! It sure did. <laughs> it it sure started with a start. bang. Uh, you know, remember remember how excited we were last week uh, to get firing off the first uh, first epi of the new season. Yeah, just yeah. no idea what's in store for us. Already had a heart attack. The, the excitement. Uh, I know you and I exchanged texts earlier in the week, saying, "I mean, should we kill the kill the podcast?" Yeah, wow. either that or we uh, rebrand and adopt a new team, maybe a Mac school or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or maybe, I mean, maybe just a completely different, like maybe a pop culture podcast. <laughs> right. Just, well, um, We got plenty of season left, so there's going to be a lot of lot to talk about. Some people could say that's a good thing. Some people could say that's a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we did say last week, you know, when Trev came in the building, Frost knew the clock started and uh who is going to hold him really accountable. sped up already i mean we have been the uh i mean the laughing stock of the internet for the past <laughs> 3 <laughs> the days first week of college yeah. football 4 days of college football um, we had our opportunity we had the entire nation's eyes on us for at least a half hour right. probably and um we were the only only game on you know here we are except for i think uh, bishop sycamore whatever mm-hmm. Dude, think they were on while we were on, maybe. Thank God for Bishop Sycamore. Yeah, they actually saved us in terms of, uh, <laughs> you know, just just being the laugh. I mean, we still be- were the laughing stock, but uh, at least there was some other good news out there. That Yeah, there's, like, other memes. You don't really see too many memes about our game. They're all usually about Bishop Sycamores. But, you know, and, and anyway, it's good to be back in the stew with you, Colt. Yeah. Um, why don't you – let the listeners know what we're drinking tonight. I know you were doing your uh, new beer per pop. Oh Yeah, yeah. So uh, took me took me a little bit over at the local high V to pick one out, but uh, uh, I picked the full fledged brewing company Dank Heavens. Oh wow, it's a nice American style Indian pale ale. I mean, seven uh, percent. You see Dank Heavens, you have to. I you know it was this or like a Peace Tree. You ever heard of them? But you know that was just. I need something more manly this oh, week that was good and was uh, good. finally you know the heat wave's gone so i wanted to get a little darker with my beer but uh one sip everyone knows the rules mm. it's a little thicker than last week but it's good it's good it's like a one out of ten i think last week you had a 7.4 I for did, your sour this is like a seven s- seven two maybe, maybe seven a, two yeah yeah where's <laughs> that where is this out of so uh, full fledged brewing company. I looked it up. I think it's out of Council Bluffs, Iowa. Oh shit! <laughs> it's, uh, Might be a little bit of meth in here. Uh, well, it maybe gives it that little
0: truly full fledged.
2: Yeah. Uh, what, well, what are you having, Bill? Good for you. I'm having a, uh, a local here, uh, Cardinal Pale Ale, Nebraska Brewing Company, six percent alcohol, forty two IBU. Those Whatever. Those are good numbers. Not maybe. sure what that means. I think it's, I think it's something uh, to do with bitterness. I think it's uh, yeah, bitterness or hoppiness. Not sure what's a high number though. Is forty-two? I think I think you know higher the more hops they added to it. Oh yeah, okay. Should be served. Should be served at forty-two degrees Fahrenheit. And uh, very recyclable. This this is a this is a frequent uh, rotator. That's a great beer. Frequent rotator. I love I love the Cardinal. You know, I would say this is pretty close to local. Trying to support local business. Oh yeah, Council I mean, sure. Bluffs is, you know, about as you're a hop and a skip, the most there. Nebraska Iowa city you can have. I mean, you're you're goddamn right, it is. Well, I never lived there. It's about <laughs> it's about ten minutes away from here. Yeah. And uh, you know, still, I don't think I've ever been there except for the casino, which yeah, well, I mean, well, that's a blur. That's yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, everybody. We are back to give you the weekly takes and insight that you can only find here. Uh, you can find all of our previous episodes published on iTunes and Spotify. We have a Twitter page you can follow, at Pure Couch Sports. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook um, as well as Instagram. We also have a hotline. Uh, feel free to leave us any content suggestions, corrections, um, or anything else you would like to tell us. That number is 402 302 one three seven nine yeah we got the feed live tweet us at pure couch sports yeah we got it up live 402 302 1379 and then you can tweet us pure couch sports uh on twitter um not gonna waste any time here september 1st we are uh it's officially fall it seems to me you know like the it just seems a little crisper outside yeah Air felt a little different it's this morning. It's going to the 60s tonight, man. Yeah. And uh, football season is upon us, and we're 0-1. Um, You know, it's I, weird. Take it away. I mean, I, I would like you to take it away. We're um, 0-1. We lost Illinois. It's it's weird. You know, uh, we had Ohio State last year opening the season. But besides that, I mean, I can't remember, for the most part, you know, Nebraska opening 0-1. It just doesn't happen. I mean, granted, that's because we schedule, you know, cupcakes like every other team. But now it just feels normal. Or, you know what? <laughs> so I am yeah, used to it. I feel like it's happened like every week or every year with Scott Frost. I, I don't have the numbers well, in front of me, but Colorado. Akram, Akram his first year got canceled. So and then that's we, basically 0-1. And then we it felt lost, like 0-1. Yeah, then we lost Colorado. And then we lost Colorado. And then the year after that, we lost Colorado, first game. <laughs> and then last year, what did we do last year? Our uh, first game. Oh, Ohio State. Ohio State was last year. Yeah, so and then so we've lost all the Was first... Colorado the first game? Of the second year? No? I think it was like our Wait. Who, who was our first game that year?
0: Uh
2: that was just like the listeners know we're running solo. We have no uh no production crew with us tonight. Yeah, Ray Ray is out. <laughs> yeah. Uh We'll, we'll, i'll bring it up did we'll we play like troy or something but hey, you know what let's bring in a special guest here we do have a special guest here uh in the stew tonight uh yes we do longtime listener longtime friend of ours longtime friend uh mr jb jb how are you first come on come on and tell the listeners how you are
1: bill colt good to be with you guys again doing well and please it's, it's our
2: privilege. it's our honor please tell <laughs> the listeners what you're drinking tonight
1: uh, I'm drinking some Kendall Jackson Chardonnay. To...
2: <laughs> there you go. There you go. You're going to get more drunk than we are. We
1: will. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see.
2: So do you have any insight on uh, – like, who, who did we play? Did we figure that out? For
1: our second year, we played South Alabama.
2: Oh, uh, right. shit. The Bobcats. We barely won that game. We basically lost.
0: Did we? we oh, actually, I remember that. We
2: actually talked about South Alabama last week. We knew they were going to be fast. Yeah, I mean they're gonna have talent, they're gonna have everyone it's, that like it's Alabama, Alabama and it's Georgia all the, doesn't want. Yeah, yeah, basically. So and then um and then okay, yeah, that makes sense. So right. I mean, so we're one in three in it's just, openers. It's just been a shit show for Frost uh early in the season for the most part. And and you know, yeah, whatever. Like in terms of momentum, but you gotta get it done. You gotta get it. At the end of the day we're playing Illinois um, I think I predicted 34 24 you predicted I think maybe 40 56 p- <laughs> 14 maybe um, but maybe that was my best case, case scenario I don't know oh yeah yeah yeah. I, I right, thought I was right. kind of more around like you know yeah that us winning by 12 we'll do that something. again we'll do that again every every week I like that right um, but so this one I mean we lose 30 to 22 against Illinois. The goddamn score at the end of the first quarter was 2 to 0, Illinois. Right. 2 to 0. Yeah. It took 15 minutes for us to be a meme in all of, you know, fucking. I mean, right away, area. right away, you saw the run game. Literally nothing was going on. Like, we were doing one yard gains, one and two yard gains, maybe. Our very first drive, we had a. Uh, Fucking who was it? It wasn't Step. It was Gabe Irvin. Yeah, Gabe Irvin. He had like one like twelve yard run. Like maybe it was second down, third down, or something on our first drive. And I was like, okay, that looked that looked pretty good. Like I I like that. Let's right. keep let's keep seeing some of that. And that was like, I don't think we had another run besides Adrian's like seventy five yarder. I don't think we had another run past ten yards. All you no, know, the running backs. I mean, I don't. I think they maybe produced like twenty five yards. Or something <laughs> Adrian had 144 on the ground uh oh, yeah with 75 of them being yeah yeah uh-huh. so
0: uh, how many
2: do we have rushing all together uh, go up top there well not down go down now uh, <laughs> a little down 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 there you go
0: oh rushing.
2: right right yeah we had okay we had 160 we had one sixty as a net. team. That's net. I think I think Adrian had like something different for his net yards.
1: The running backs had something like thirty nine yards combined, something like that. Thirty nine rushes for one hundred and sixty. They had
2: forty eight for one sixty seven. Um so I mean that's you know, not bad rush defense. We did um, uh I mean we did have more yards than them in total offense, but besides the point let's talk cool. let's talk mistakes here and the first one jesus christ and most, cam taylor britt thank you that put us down two zero. zero i mean listen what in the world you and i dabbled in high school football and i'm not saying that to like say anything i'm just saying that as in they teach you when you're that young like you fucking when you're 14 years old they tell you to put your feet on the 10 or the eight yard line and don't go back that's like, right as a returner right and I get it though, like you know, you always want to make a play, and that's obviously what he was thinking. I don't, but you, did, ugh, was that was, was like the just, worst I've ever seen. That was the worst was I've ever he seen. Just not aware of his surroundings, or did he really think he could return and make something of that? I thought, like, like know, he had no blocking either. Like, I thought, what, it, I thought it was. It has to be a mixture of the two. He has like, and you know, you want. He's, some, a, he's a captain. He's a senior captain. I know. You want somebody who's confident in themselves. You want someone who, like, you know, thinks they can make a play at all times. But at the same time, he has no idea where he is at that point. That was the worst decision on a punt I think I've seen. Like, you don't even need to play real football time. ever in your life to understand that. You just play Madden and know that's a bad idea. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, you know, to my point, though, right. you have to consider the competitiveness of him. So he, he's always thinking he's going to make a play. I think and some people were questioning, uh, like, is that coaching? Is that, you know, because there's always that gray area that reporters always ask the question, is that the coaching or is that just the player's fault? You never want to put it on the player, but that was the player's fault. That's the player's bad. And I think Cam would admit it to you. I mean, yeah, there's no coaching staff. The worst coaching staff in the country will tell their punt returner to not go behind the eight yard line. You know, that's just like day one shit. Right. So that's just Cam trying to make a play. That was the first quarter at the four-minute mark. And, I mean, that was – even though it was, like, the first quarter, I mean, that's just – as this team, as you're this team, trying to overcome whatever hump you think that you've been put up against the past three years, that, you know, that you're cursed or whatever, to have that happen to you as the first, like, play <laughs> of the year, like, that's fucking hard to come back from. Right, you know? right. That, yeah. I mean, JB, your thoughts on –
1: yeah, you know, I, I agree with a lot of what you guys said. I think another thing we need to consider is these guys are sick of the losing. They're trying to prove people wrong. And yeah. I think that plays into the mindset, too. He's thinking, I'm, I got to make a play for my team. I got to get us some momentum. We got to change this. Yeah, thing. we had
2: no momentum at that point either. Yeah, we got to get yeah. this
1: thing rolling. But I will say, though, if it was drilled enough, maybe he doesn't think to go to that play. There's got to be some situational awareness there. And it's been a. Recurring problem the last three or four seasons Special the teams. Special teams. Special teams have been teams, horrible. Special guys fielding punts within the 10-yard line and fair yeah. catching them. He, yeah. You got to let those bounce behind you. And George Dar- Jar- George Darlington, excuse me, uh, told the Lincoln Journal-Star. Yeah, yeah, they said, joking. we drill
2: it. We drill it And he, he
1: jokingly said there should be an opening on their staff on Monday over something like that. I mean, he, he thought it was a coaching issue. And certainly the coaches don't coach him to, to get the ball there. But if you drill it hard enough, Maybe it doesn't even cross. Right, his drill mind. it into his brain a little bit, yeah. Right,
2: and, and I like what you said at first. There, you know, like he's he's one of our captains. Like like Colt said, he's trying to do anything he can to like get this thing rolling. Maybe yeah. trying a little too hard, and you have to know, y'all let the game come to you. That is not letting the game come to you. That's forcing it. <laughs> but then at the same time, you have somebody like Scott who has said he doesn't want players to be afraid to make dumb plays. You know, like yeah, he wants them. That's and, true. And so that's, I mean, that's that to me. He. You know, I, I appreciate where it came from. If you're if you're thinking about Cam Taylor-Britt and he's like trying to make a play and he's not going to be afraid to make a mistake. It was such a fluky play. It was a bad it, mistake. It was such a fluky play at a bad time. It feels like there's was, a
1: philosophical. Te- excuse me. I just wanted to. No, go ahead. I just this thought came to me. It, it seems like there's a philosophical tension within this program where Frost at the beginning said, you know, desire to excel with no fear of failure, and yet sometimes they do that. And you saw, like with the punt return, it doesn't go very well. But sometimes they get so afraid when they see that happen yeah. that they get they tight and don't they don't ever mistakes do the other anything. way. Yeah, there's a tension. That's what it the used
2: to be like with R- Riley and Bo. I think had that problem too, where it was like it's almost the pressure of the program is weighing so hard on these kids' shoulders, and they just want to, you know, do the best they can for the fans. They love the fans, but it creates it creates almost this even bigger problem where there's too much pressure. There's too much, too many expectations and it's, it just snowballs. I don't know. It's the first game, but that was weird as fuck. And uh, you're right, JB in that there is some weird, weird shit. There's some, there's some, you know, disconnect there. And I love it. What you said, JB about the, how Frost went right when he came in, he was, you know, desire for excellence, no fear of failure. And then another great, great quote great, great quote. Another great quote is by our guy Mike Tyson, who said, Everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. <laughs> and I mean, Nebraska clearly in the past oh three years God. has been punched in the Can mouth. Can we talk about plans real quick off that quote? I know where you're going. Please Jesus. take it. Take it. <laughs> I mean that that's Frost was asked, you know, what did you see when they came out lined up? said well we didn't see that coming and it kind of threw the whole play half of our playbook out the window what i mean i don't know if that's the direct quote no, right it, by line but you're paraphrasing well paraphrasing it um, and if that's the case cuz they lined up like offset like weird nickel And to three, be clear four, yeah three, he's talking about the defense illinois yeah. defense yeah but like that's what you're saying like it's almost they we didn't, we didn't even get punched in the mouth at that point we just saw something and it threw the whole plan out the window half the plan i don't know which plan we probably picked the wrong plan <laughs> like, like yeah listen it's so the good plan out. i've think. i've been a huge frost like advocator and defender and you know to this day i still want to i still want to see what what can happen especially this year yeah. um i'm not saying. Sure but I mean, that is you got to show me, and that is that was not comforting to hear. You can't say like, that. Like you had an all off season, and I mean, Scott, look, look, man, I'm like, I want you to win. I think the whole state of Nebraska wants you to win because uh, we, I think we literally all think that you're like our last chance. It's like if he can't do it, who's but like, it. I mean, that I am officially declining in my faith. Well, yeah. I I in think him. I think uh, maybe. I think there's a big contingent now that doesn't want him to succeed. I mean, at this point, I think there is too. J- and JB, to speaking, I will You him have to something so to say succeed. about the, the game. Plan there's people think. that just don't like him anymore.
1: You know that that Frost quote about well, when they came out in the even front, we had to throw out half our playbook. It reminded even me of what front. he said his first day here when he when he was asked how will you adjust your system for the Big Ten? And oh, said, I'm God. I'm hoping I the remember Big Ten will have to adjust themselves for They're us. They're going to have to. And now we're going to be really good in seeing, the second year. He's basically admitting we had to adjust for them and we don't know how. It's kind of It was wow, just a shocking.
2: Dude. Was that your own take or did you read that somewhere?
1: A little bit of both.
2: God damn, that is good. Yeah. I, and then what, do you remember the other line he said? His, his opening presser when he was hired, he said that. And he's like, we're going to be really good second year.
1: Yeah, you, you better get they better, us now. They better, get us, better now. get us now. That's what he said, get us now. Because we're going to be really good in two years. Yeah. I think
2: that was, wasn't that right after we got blown out at Michigan, like yeah. the first year at Michigan. Yeah.
1: And when he called Purdue a winnable game and then they beat us. And as and he's that, walking off the field, that player goes, we had a winnable game at Purdue. <laughs>
2: And I'm you know I don't want to make this this episode shit shitting on Scott Frost that's that's not our that's not our agenda or anything. No, no we don't have an agenda but he deserves the he, This facts. is deserved criticism. And he and I think he and would this, under, he understands right? This now. will never be an agenda podcast. No. Like we're not bringing an agenda to this podcast. Just stay in the facts. We're just yeah. fil- fans of football. Good quality football and and that's yeah and that's what I've been saying to like some people I've been talking to like because you know, I've kind of been criticized. I'm like, oh, you know, you're such a big Scott Frost guy. Now, like, you're anti Scott. What's going on? I'm like, well, I have new information that I was just given this past Saturday. <laughs> yeah, and it is not settling well with me. And so I deserve the right to change my mind or to alter where you know where I. Well, especially stay. when it's been year four, uh- <laughs> right? But even coming into this year, you know, I mean, I do think this is the best team he's had, and I do think we have better players in Illinois. And yeah, not maybe not by a lot. I think Brett Bielema has fucking yeah, Nebraska. I think Illinois number. is going to be pretty good in the Big. T- like when I say pretty good, I think they're mid tier almost. But like it, in a way, they look pretty. At we, the end of our the, D didn't look that terrible at certain points. No, dude, our offense and special teams handed them literally sixteen. Yeah, yards. I mean, handled, so yeah, handed, And we, we haven't it. even gotten done to the the mistakes, the yeah, the sorry. fumble, dude. The the scoop and score from Adrian right before halftime. Yeah, there's okay. seven points there. The safety, that's nine points. Uh, I think there was one more thing that I'm probably forgetting right now. JB, so, do you remember? Well,
1: there's an underrated one that everybody forgets, but also before the half, it was after the fumble that we got returned for a touchdown. We've got like 30 seconds left in the game. Our play stalls out. The clock's running. In the
2: half or the game? Yeah, in
1: the half. In the first half. Illinois is starting to walk off the field. The ref pushes him back. Ten seconds left. Nebraska decides to snap the ball. And Adrian's running all over the place, and he gets sacked. He could have very easily that. been hurt on that play. When I we should that. just let the clock run. We were deep in our own territory. Illinois thought the half. And that's the coaching. That's and he coaching. He took a big hit on the play.
2: I don't think that's the player. Adrian job yeah. beat up. You can say what you want. Adrian certainly made his mistakes. Oh yeah. On Saturday, of course. But he, I mean, I feel like I'm talking about Tommy Armstrong right now. He played his ass off, and he got beat the fuck up. Yeah, he, he did. And, every, he had to do everything for yeah, the most part. He had part. to do everything. We had no run game, no blocking on he, he passing. Couldn't really throw the ball. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you know he he definitely missed some makeable throws. He missed a wide open touchdown where I think we missed points. Oh, did we? You remember the ref? There or, yeah. Okay. The, so so I noticed the whole game, at least the first three quarters, it seemed like he. Frost, missed, he I'm sorry, he missed, and then he missed an open like he missed. I'm, Two or three yeah, easy touchdowns. I'm getting to that especially one, especially on the drive where we didn't get points. Frost was calling all these drag routes and crisscrossing drag routes. That's was why the ref keep getting fucked up. Brilliant, by the way. Yeah, and that's 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 good. The, you know, there's plenty of teams that do that. Like that's the Chiefs good do that all the time. Yeah. Just like fucking drag routes work when you can, because well, we spread the field. That's what you do. And but he can't throw. You can't throw open you know, completion or to open receiver on a goddamn drag route, but he throws these button hooks fine. And it's like, does he just not know how to throw drag routes very well? Like, and that's what frost is centering his playbook around on his passing plays is fucking drag routes, but they can't throw. I mean, it's, he was under pressure and he was throwing off his back foot a lot, but like there was that one you mentioned and the ref got knocked. And I think it was Oliver, um, Oliver Martin. That was wide open. He was on the left side of the field if we're viewing it from the TV. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he, uh, watch, and he wasn't having really a lot of pressure that throw. No, and he was. I w- we were at, like, the 50 or 40-yard line. I mean, that was a touchdown. Yeah, that was a touchdown. And I noticed when right. he started missing those drag routes, Frost called button hooks, and then he started making com- completions. And I was just like, oh, great. So we can't play it? We can't run drag routes in this offense? I do. You know,
1: Cole, that – That reminds me of something about the passing routes and the pass calls. Frost admitted this week that he called the plays, not Matt Lubick. And one thing that I noticed is the passing plays were really long developing plays. It was going to take time for the receivers to get open downfield. And as a play caller, you have to know your personnel. And the offensive line could not adequately pass block for Adrian Martinez this weekend. Mm -mm. He did not have enough time. So if you're going to have these long developing plays, you've got to be sure that and, your receivers can get open and that your line can protect. And that's
2: the Illinois defensive front.
1: And here's
2: here's, so, <laughs> that's so here's, here's my thing, JB is is that a is that a coaching thing in the in the sense that Scott is just being stubborn, saying like you know what I'm I'm, I'm just going to take it to my grave. they're going to work to take it to my grave that I think I have a good O line and that they can pass by because that's what we heard all camp is like our O lines one of our best you know, improved and like deepest positions. So is that, is that just Scott being like, Hey, I'm going to like, I've said it all fall. I've said it all camp, like or summer, I guess it's going to, they're, they're, they're going to make it, it work.
1: <laughs> I think it's a coaching issue. I think it's a stubbornness issue. And I also think yeah. it's a misevaluation of your roster. I think he yeah. overestimated the strength of the offensive line and all off season. We heard about the depth at wide receiver and how it's the best room we've ever had. Only four wide receivers got the ball thrown to them, and Xavier Betts eh, didn't yeah. even play. You no, know.
2: yeah, no Xavier oh, Betts, no Alante Brown. Omar wasn't no. in for the final drive, Omar where went. we were just running like streaks. Uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't looked at. Yeah, oh yeah, and we talked. You texted Wait, that to you us. You can't like, run a nine round nine round when you're. Yeah, when we're in like hail mary shit, you can't put Omar out there and just make him run. He's fucking like yards, six now. three, like. Six, I don't know. So, I reason? mean, somebody has to ask the questions, especially when Scott says every press conference, Oh, he's been putting in the work, he's doing great, like he looks the best he's ever had. Like, well, why isn't he playing? He's not playing over that Lewin guy, what's his name? Uh, Lever, Lever but like with a W, right? Mm-hmm. It's pronounced with a V though, yeah. So, oh. I, I'm theorizing something. I and me and JB talked about this a little bit. He keeps stating the word consistency, he keeps saying, Oh, they're great, they're great. Uh, we're just looking to play the players that show like are more consistent. I think just certain players just aren't practice players and they just show up for games. Like some of the top players in history, like of all sports, they just don't they, practice. Just talking about practice. We talk. We, I mean, I, you know, it's kind of like a joke. You know, people joke about it, but like it's a real thing. There's there's athletes out there. They just don't practice hard, but they can show up. They can just turn it on. I think sir, I don't know if we have some of those players, but I think you just got to let your best athletes hey, play. I think I don't need to walk. I, I think sorry, probably the but, I think probably the best teams in college football do that, but I think the best teams in college football have way better players than we do. True. And at this point, um, I don't think Scott can afford to do that. He's already he's already in heat, uh, or taking heat from the locker room, based on the treatment he gave to Mo Washington. Uh, the treatment, oh yeah, the treatment he gave to about um, Washington, dude. Fucking, I, I can't even remember the, the second guy is who he he's already left. Uh He was offense. Wandale? No, not Wandale. Wandale should have like you know that was we were he was gonna die in Nebraska if he kept playing. Oh like, yeah, Jesus Christ. But yeah, so I mean, the moral of the story is like I feel like he's already taken heat for doing that, and this is not a program you can afford. Yeah, to do that. At. You're right. You're right. I just. I, I don't know. There's just times where I'm like, why are we playing this person? No offense to that player, but it's uh you know
0: I'm, I'm so not at
2: practice. Let's talk real quickly. I mean, we can talk as long as we want about this game, but Connor Culp missing two extra points. Good Lord, he was twenty two for twenty two last year. There was there were one or two other mix or extra points he made that were fucking not very, almost missed. Yeah. Not very good. He was not right in the head. What the hell was that? And then didn't, didn't he, did he miss a field goal or did he make his one and only field goal? one and only field goal? Yeah. Uh, uh JB, what's going on? There?
1: Well, well, I did hear Damon Benning on his show this week had pointed out, at least I think he was talking about Colp, that he had a leg injury in fall camp and hadn't been kicking very much lately. We didn't hear that, right? No, that hadn't been announced publicly. But Damon know, knew stress. it knew yeah. it, and didn't
2: want to say it, or he, he was told not to say it. I, I
1: believe he mentioned something on his radio show earlier this week where he said Culp had a leg injury and hadn't been kicking much in camp and in practice, and then they put him out there for the game, maybe thinking about with Barrett Pickering a few years ago when, oh. when he was injured and kicking was such a disaster, and they thought, well, an injured Connor Culp, reigning Big Ten kicker of the year, is better than behind right. him. Right,
2: and, and, I mean, you know Scott's take. Like, he doesn't talk about injuries unless they're – season that's, ending that's or true. whatever yeah that's true so we wouldn't have heard anything even if if, if he was and whole yeah. i mean you know I, mean, I don't hope anyone's injured ever but i hopefully something i think is kind of wrong with him and yeah. that's not just healthy connor Culp. you know and if it isn't healthy connor Culp, then hopefully we can fucking figure something out i think he's, or scott should just go for two probably healthy enough he's just mentally you know thinking about the injury maybe I guess that's the same. That could be the same thing, though. Right. We got the uh, house police here, uh, just checking up on things. What was that? And then, so let's talk about let's talk about real quickly. Well, you know, again, we can talk about horrible shit too, but I want to take some. Are there like some positives away, like Marquis step? What did we like about Marquis Stepp? He scored a touchdown. He looked pretty decent, I thought, on his limited carries. Um
1: that great catch. Yeah,
2: yeah, he did have a good catch. He did have a good catch. I wish he would have housed it, but it was a bad throw. Just floated it, floated it. Um, and actually, when I was watching that throw towards the far sideline when we're watching on TV, it reminded me of, like, he floated it so much that I thought Marquis Step might drop it because it was, like, in the air for so long. Um and then Colts guy when we were talking about our uh, players to watch out for this week uh your guy was Oliver Martin Oliver and I Martin. think and I think without a doubt he's, he's he got moved end. up to wide receiver 1 now on the depth chart oh oh yeah I mean kind of was last week I mean, but he was number 2 I think listed He's a, he was the offensive MVP I thought yeah he had six catches like 104 yards and a touchdown Uh who's the guy that was supposed to have a touchdown in the end zone and I, I think I he think dropped th- it. I think that's the lever fellow that JB was talking about. He, he wasn't a great. Throw. He didn't drop it. It, it was a horrible throw. Oh. And that guy's like, how tall how is, he? is he? Like six, seven, or something. Six, five. Yeah, like <laughs> it's hard to overthrow. And he was <laughs> wide open. Yep. Know? Yep. Yeah. And then uh, rough. Just for the record, as well, I will say my uh, standouts on defense, uh, predicted oh. predictions were Garrett Nelson, Dude. Caleb Tanner. Garrett and Nelson. I think Garrett Nelson looks like the best defensive animal. Player. Yeah, yeah on the team looking great and caleb caleb tanner um you know what obviously he had the huge 30 30 penalty yards on that interception and good call by the way i want to be on the record good call <laughs> it was it was definitely roughing the passer yeah the, and he definitely taunted him after th- it th- yeah but that all considered i mean his even the first drive he was an animal he was Pancaking the left tackle, right tackle, I guess, and uh like getting after the quarterback, getting after the running back, just I was, Garrett, I was impressed with those two. Yeah, they got they're gonna be stout this year. They're gonna be I mean, I think Garrett Nelson's got a bright future. He could be second second team all big ten maybe. J B you weren't with I us. I wanna say first team, but you I weren't mean, with us last week. Be, Did you, do you have give me like an offensive and a defensive standout for you?
1: offensive standout you know i was impressed with samari torre we'd heard a lot about him in the yeah he did
2: look good he looked fast yeah i I was impressed with what we saw of him i just thought we would see more
1: i agree i thought we would see more but when he was called on he was he was there he caught every ball he was fast
2: yep yep i think he's going to be kind of used as kind of a you know motion jet sweep type of deal uh give him mixed in on some you know, it's motion plays like that.
1: That's how it seemed. They had him on that really long developing option play by the goal line. You know, and he was always in motion in the backfield. I think he's going to be a huge part of what they do. And defensively, like you guys said, Caleb Tanner, the growth year to year Holy is just an incredible He just looks so mean. I think like, he's going to have a great season if he can stay healthy. And oh frankly, I the, hope so. the pass rush on defense was a huge positive for me. That's going to carry us throughout the whole year. They were Thank even God. able to get pressure with just four. They didn't even need to yeah. bring the outside linebackers every time to get pressure. Feldarius Payne.
2: Felder, Okay. That was going to be another one. <laughs> Feldarius, Feldarius. Payne. Very excited about no, him. Uh, his family is awesome on Twitter, by the way. <laughs> they always hype the Big Red, which I love. And uh, last year he was more of probably like a role player, like came in on third down situations or just pass rushing situations. I think he's going to be – more of you know a two or three down everyday player uh on defense loved him and um but mostly yeah i just back to Caleb Tanner god he looks he looks way bigger this year than he did last yeah. year and i said last week yeah. he's been like kind of he's just been good you know like he hasn't disappointed at all just hasn't been like the lived up to the potential where i think he has and i think this year it looks like he's put in the work Dude, and he he, can, he could have that's a the great type year. of the, the game he had is something you would see out of an off Ohio State like defensive player. Like for just sure fucking shit up left and right. The dB and it looks like it's painful. I mean he injured their quarterback. Remember that? No that well that was Garrett Nelson who oh, put the No oh, that's what I was him. talking about, Garrett Nelson, sorry. Oh yeah, okay. How he just looked like a machine. Yeah, he's all and, everywhere. And he's a he's either because of COVID, I I don't know. He's either a freshman or a sophomore still. Oh my god. So yeah, he's a true or red And he, and he's he's straight out of Scotts Bluff, so you know he's like wired differently. He's just <laughs> love re, that he's a real weird.
0: <laughs> and
2: um our our, our D-backs, I th- I didn't really think we saw I mean, I mean this wasn't this wasn't the game to judge our D-backs. I don't think they really didn't get tested. But I also wasn't impressed when they did. Uh, yeah, he, Cam Taylor didn't really make any. He plays. had that INT that was a bad throw, but he got called oh, yeah. back, right? Yeah, Cam Taylor didn't make that, yeah. but yeah, you're right. It was like way overthrown, but can I at say least something he about it. the
1: pass defense? Real quick. Oh yeah, oh yeah. What concerned me was when Brandon Peters went down. You're thinking this is game over. We were we had the lead at that point, but Arthur Sitkowski. Who was the backup at Rutgers? They showed his stats. His stats? Dude, it was he eight touchdowns, and 20? twenty interceptions. What? Yeah, eight. I don't remember. And that. he threw twelve for fifteen. Oh, the our Illinois
2: past guy. Defense. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, I was for sure. Once their starter quarterback went down, we were up nine to two. That's what I wanted to ask. Yeah, about. this guy was horrible with our supposedly like good. What happened to our D line in the second half? Was it just because they figured out they adjusted and like? essentially we had no momentum and our d was getting tired well look illinois, i think our d was just getting tired we held illinois scoreless in the fourth quarter um they obviously had that huge it first drive great that, drive that, that huge first drive that methodical that killed like, us just i mean everything that was i thought that kind of killed us and then they had a short field and scored another uh touchdown after that but just that drive was yeah it was i don't like 12 know twelve minutes happened. long or that was typical a ball, and it really pissed me off. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, keep in mind, outside of that drive to start the third quarter, I thought our defense was pretty impressive all day. Of the 30 points Illinois scored, the defense only gave up 21 of them. If we yeah. do that, Nebraska wins the game. It was the safety and the fumble that got returned for a touchdown that changed this game. If your defense has only given up 21 points in a game against a conference opponent, you should win. Yeah. Eight or nine times out of ten in that situation, I think.
2: Yeah, I mean, and just speaking of other things we lost about, they're just popping into my head. There was, we, our punter, I don't even know his name. Oh, no, we got, what? I, there was this one, it was, like, fourth and, it was, like, twelve. fourth and or 19 or fourth and 16. Yeah, because like we got some penalty. And it was, like, in the fourth quarter, or like, late third, early fourth quarter, and I was like, just go for it. You know, you're at the, like, 50-yard line. Wait. Just go for it. We punt the ball. His punt didn't even make the first down. It was, Dude, my little brother went, Dylan punt could punt that yards. farther. His punt like, went 12 yards. They came back from commercial and, like, said that his punt was 12 yards and didn't even make the first down. And I was, like, <laughs> it was, like, shocked. some high school shit. I was shocked, dude. Dude, like, fucking. What dude, was that call where, like, we had a huge completion. It was, like, a 40-yard or 30-yard pass. And it got called back. Oh, dude. And they like went to commercial break or something. Yeah, and I was like, "What the fuck happened?" And that was like the punt, dude. That was like second and twenty six. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and we got it, and then they called it back. Who was that? But then we got it. It was game. pass interference, offensive pass and interference. Yeah, and it was, it was like a, a pick play, pick play. Yeah, but it was like not a pick play. It was. No, like, it was. It was pretty bad. He didn't even oh, like try. You can do that in the NFL. No, no, you can't. You have Chiefs. to like, do that all the time. Yeah, but the <laughs> Chiefs, the Chiefs are like was better it? at it, dude. <laughs> okay. And the last, oh, I got so mad during that because that would have brought the whole, the momentum would have just. Dude, the last thing while we're ranting uh, that we're I want just now. I want to bring up the very we're very unorganized right now, but the, such is life, especially with you and I. <laughs> the fucking when we when we're going down down by fourteen, you know, there's like two minutes left. I'm like, Scott, do you, uh, do you know we need another touch for this? Like, we need to like get a hurry on here. <laughs> The fucker, he gets a first down, doesn't even know he has a first down, oh, and sneaks that. it. On that was we the sne- minute I literally, sneak. I literally looked at the the person, the individual who I was watching the game with, and looked at her and was like, "I'm fucking done with him. I can't do." Like that was the minute where I was like, "Scott, that's a high Scott lost a lot of shit with me right there, sneaking on first down." And I don't know if it was a miscommunication. Nobody. I watched the press conference. No one asked him about it. Nobody asked. Yeah, that's really surprising that no one asked about that shit. Like, JB, your thoughts?
1: I completely agree. That is coaching malpractice 101. You don't (laughs) know what down it is. And it it got pointed out in the World Herald, I think, later on. We had to score that last touchdown on fourth and goal because we gave up a down there, sneaking it from the five-yard line. And, you know, TV got it wrong, too. They were saying it was fourth and goal, and it was really first and goal. I but think the coaches need to be watching the chains move.
2: Yeah, I think they weren't. I think he was looking at the board and not the chains. Yeah. that's what so, must have been happening. Now that you said that, it was pointed out something in Twitter. I don't know where I saw it, that they didn't have chains down there. They were on like the other side. Well, or still, something. you got to be paying the fuck attention. And so, <laughs> like the chains were not there. The so Scott. So that's kind of refreshing my memory on the excuse of, about it. But still, I mean, ugh, I don't know. Like it's the heat of the game. It, Two minutes left. It all goes you back know. to that situal. You're losing count of downs.
1: It all goes back to the situational awareness thing we talked about with the yeah. Cam Taylor Britt trying to, and it was with the Oliver Martin pick. That was what Brock Heward talked about on the broadcast. Situational yeah. awareness: you're wide open in the middle of the field. Yeah. You're going to do the pick play there. You're going to get caught every time. You got to do that at the goal line. Exactly. Oh my God!
2: Great, great or point. Or you have, point. have to look at the quarterback like you're catching a ball, and the, yeah. and he didn't do that.
1: And you got to know what down it is.
2: <laughs> Just so these are things. I uh, know what doubt is. That's the first thing <laughs> for, for her that. audience here. These are things that take a twenty-two to twenty-one victory and turn it into a twenty-two to oh, thirty God. loss against the worst team in the Big Ten and their backup quarterback. Well, they're not the worst in the Big team. Ten West. Rutgers are the worst. Are the Big at? Ten West. We might be the worst. Well, we are now. <laughs> <laughs> Statistically, right now, record-wise, we're the worst. <laughs> That, you guys want to put a bow on this one at all? Oh, yeah. Like last, any last? Let's comments? just dig this one and never talk about it again. Hopefully, I'm sure we will. One, one of yeah, but. obviously one of the <laughs> most depressing season openers in a very long time. This is rough. I'm really glad I didn't like go to like we didn't like have a big party for it. Well, dude, funny, <laughs> funny you should say that. I I had full intentions on traveling to the game because I mean it's the Champagne's like seven eight hours yeah. from here. Yeah. And, oh, uh, man. That, I even, I even, oh, my God. I can't imagine. I, I felt bad for the fans there. When they kept showing like, views of the, the Husker fans during the broadcast, I was like, God, that's got to be god-awful being there in that heat would, yeah, and been losing horrible. this way. It would have been way worse than losing. It. Actually, I don't know if it would have been worse than losing Colorado. I probably could have had fun with the Yeah, NBA I feel like the fans. fans wouldn't be as bad. That's yeah. for sure. They'd probably be like, great game, man. You went out there. You know, you should have beat us. But that's not. Boulder's Boulder's a little different. Boulder there. Boulder is a little different. What? what no, 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 Charlie. Oh, God. Oh. So, any last comments on that for you, JB, before we move on to greener pastures?
1: Well, I guess what I want to say is these Fordham and Buffalo games are a chance for the Huskers to try to work out their, their issues and try to get better. That Buffalo game is no gimme. I know they lost their coach. I know they lost a lot of their starters, but – if the Huskers play like they did on Saturday, that's going to be a tough game. This is their opportunity to get better these next two weeks.
2: Did you, uh, by chance, listen to the pod last week? Of course. Uh, your your co-host over here of, for the day, Colt Casey, said the exact same thing last week. And I looked at him like, dude, what? <laughs> but now I'm like, wow, Buffalo is a threat.
1: It's yeah. like Troy a few yeah. years ago. Yeah, Yeah. exactly.
2: But all Troy, these games, these Troy's South the, Alabama games, Troy games. Yeah, but these, tr- Troy University like is in Alabama. It's gonna be a so fight. It makes me think like you know like they have better players, but I don't know. It's Who, gonna you know, be it's gonna be a close game. Like honestly, you know what I'm gonna do the rest points. of the year besides Fordham, I'm probably uh, besides Fordham and Buffalo, maybe I'm gonna bet against Nebraska because that way like I bet bet against the spread against Nebraska the rest of the year and I'll probably make some good money because. Oh. Think about it. Either I lose the money. We suck. Or we win. Yeah. Well, dude, dude I've good. thought about that so many times. And we're, you know. This I, year's it's a lock. I did not make it down to the uh, casino or anything. Just like 20 but bucks. I, if I did, I was going to hammer Illinois. Not the money line. I was going to hammer the spread. You know, I'll probably do more than 20 bucks. But, like, come on. Yeah. Oh. But um, let's. Uh, so we got Fordham. The line is 42, I oh. think. Whoa. Really? So I don't even... No wa- way. Yeah, the line's 42. I don't even really want to talk about the actual Holy shit. You know, game or whatever, like what to expect because I don't really know what to expect. But do you think Nebraska covers 42? No. I don't think Your so. Your thoughts?
1: I do. The only thing I know about Fordham is they went 2-9 and nine last year and they're a pass-heavy team. going to be a long game. Hopefully our starters are only in the first half. I think we cover.
2: <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. I, I saw that they're... Okay. All they do is do like the spread, like back you know uh, back okay. in the day, the Hawaii offense. Oh, it's like yeah, no, they don't even play running backs really. No, There's it's no like, one in the backfield ever. Well, though, yeah, I think there's like one max, but yeah, like it's just going to be they're going to pass it like fifty times, forty times. Interesting. So if they do that, I mean, hopefully we can handle them. My big que- its not my big question about the Fordham game—is not you know how much we'll win by. I want to know, like. Can we just keep our first-teamers in the whole game? Like, just let them... I'm I'm, 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 I'm joking. I'm exaggerating. But, like, you know, these type of games in the past, usually you put in the second squad, like, mid-third quarter, maybe even, like, like beginning of the third quarter. Like, I say we play our starters to, like, maybe the beginning of the fourth or so. I mean... Let's get them like as confident as they can be going into Buffalo. <laughs> like I want them scoring. Let's let's pat the stats while we can. Because am I wrong thinking that? Like I mean, Scott Scott's probably going to be like you know, try and be like, oh, my! I got a good team. We're going to pull them at uh, – We're going to rotate. rotate. We're going to pull them after half. Yeah, just because we're like, – Like, is Omar even going to, like, get more than, like, you know, four series? Well, dude, maybe Or is he not consistent enough? No, maybe Omar will pull. because he'll be one of the second stringers that come in, like, <laughs> when the first stringers get pulled. I don't know. I have this obsession that Omar Manning's going to be good, but I'm, it's he's failing me. I mean, he's pretty young, I guess. You know what? But... Before we talk too much about – Fordham, which I think this, we're probably done talking about for Yeah, we're, we're done. Let's, Let's <laughs> I want I feel like we should dive a little more in depth into Adrian Martinez. And, um, he did have kind of a, you know, I wouldn't call it a, a weird game, but a, a polarizing game. Didn't play very well, but at the same time, was all we had. Um, Cole, I want you to, to answer and, I mean, I'll answer, or I'll give you my opinion first. I, you know, I we, I don't think we have anybody behind him that will put us in a position to be any better than we are right now. Um, so that being said, yeah. I feel like we have to. I mean, roll with what you got, and why oh, we're yeah. why we're here, and he's all we got, is a problem. But nothing we can do about that now. So we have to figure out how to deal with what we have right now. You asked me what I would do to make him play better like I'm just, from a play like what plays I would pick or something or what I wasn't but I'm gonna ask you that now but what I'm what, what I was gonna ask is what are your realistic expectations for him going forward this year
0: um
2: my realistic expectations we, is, is 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 like who we had at illinois at what we have for the rest of the year um, do you think there's any, any growth there? Uh, Was hard. that a bad no, I mean, game? It'll be growth, but <laughs> such a big thing for with Adrian. It seems like he's he's kind of a head case in that, like when things get bad, they can get real bad. I don't think he handles the pressure very well. Um, I think almost like he tries too hard, uh, you know, to force the play. And I think Scott. I don't know. It's so tough with him. I. I you don't want to run... It seemed like early in the game, in the Illinois game, he didn't want... Like, there was a bunch of read options where I think Adrian wanted to take it on the read options, or it seemed like he could have, and he either Adrian read it wrong, or he told Adrian not to run the ball early, because yeah. we don't want to get you beat up on the first game of the season, um, and I think that was the case, and then we were losing, and I think finally he just let him like all right just take take the reins and you got to get it done that's a good point I, and i i'm glad you brought those up because i forgot about some of those read options there was one by the goal line yeah there was like uh, three or that four that he could have broken. it was an bigger. easy if it was a true read i thought it was easy just pull it and um, run and um, I, I would like to yeah i'd like to, it's ask hard to s- and see you know if that was a right. you know if they told him that or if that was a true read it's it's hard to say but i mean i think i think uh I think he's going to improve for sure. Uh, I just don't. I don't know. It's so hard to say right now. I I need more. I need to see what he does in Florida and Buffalo. Really, you know, that's a good little like sample size, three games. Um, you know, he had his first taste of a away game. Granted, it's Illinois. It's not really a crazy fan base, but um, I don't think he had any blocking. Also, that didn't no, really he him. had to work really hard. I'm rooting for him so hard. I want mostly, if- you know, like because he's worked. I feel like he's worked hard. He's been a great ambassador for the state. Um, like I feel like he kind of gets how the fan base works here. Yeah. Um, but I also feel like maybe it's like it's kind of a front. Like he's kind of like maybe a duck where he's like trying to act like it's all cool up front, but then under underwater his legs. He's are, like, like fuck this. His legs are like or oh, he's I'm freaking like, out, I don't you know. really know what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I thought he had like the yips. Yeah, maybe. And <laughs> like, he's, he's so good. Like. In front he of the was, microphone, he's so good. Like he was I think so he has, good. He a pod, year. He a it makes no right sense. Yeah, he was he was amazing, and then he got hurt, and then that might change everything. JB, what do you what do you think? Like, uh, same question.
1: Yeah, you know. Uh,
2: do you think we saw? Like, who do you think we got at quarterback right now?
1: I think we have the Adrian Martinez that we had last year, frankly. I, I don't think the freshman year Martinez is coming back. And I don't think
2: he's, that's coming back. I don't back, think no. it's so
1: – I don't know if it's so much him or it's more just – I think some of it goes back to coaching a little yeah, bit where the Big Ten has adjusted to him. And the coaches, yeah. Verduzco and Frost, don't know how to adjust back. That's
2: a very good point. Verduzco th- pisses me off. I think we're
1: going to see flashes with Martinez. I think he's going to have games. that really wows us. Yeah, that run. And he may even have full games where we think, wow, this is the guy we thought we were going to have all along. And then we're going to have games like this. And I think this is more than norm, maybe slightly better than this. Yeah. And we're just going to see fluctuations from that, I think, the rest of the season.
2: I... I, I uh... I totally agree, and um, I think you're totally right about the coaching thing. They've realized the, during all of Frost's tenure, which has basically been Martinez except the McCaffrey games, which were fucking awful, um, I mean, they know what we're going to do with them. You you know what you're going to get with them. You know what we're going to call. We're going to call fucking quarterback draws or, like, some type of read options, and, I mean, that's that's the most successful plays for him for the most part, right? So but, just fucking he can't he can't throw deep balls for the most part. Right? right? But and remember his very first like play he ever made for Nebraska was a deep ball against Colorado and it was fucking like on a dime. Could not have been better for a touchdown to JD Spielman. And I remember I was sitting next to you at for that game, that Colorado game in Lincoln. And I like looked at you, and we both were like, "Oh my god, we have a quarterback!" We like punched each other yeah, like in the yeah. chest, like
0: yeah,
2: yeah. And I mean, I, I was, was like, just, "He's back." <laughs> I mean, now he's missing throws to drag routes and stuff. But I yeah, and you know, I remember uh, just just real quick, fuck Verduzco. Uh, no, I mean, don't you know? But he pisses me off. He was supposed to be the fucking man, Verduzco. <laughs> he was on the sideline. This is the first time he was on the sideline, like to supposedly coach up Martinez. Because he was going through, you know, some mental shit. I'm sure because he couldn't handle the pressure when we were down. And like, what the fuck did he do? What do we hire that guy for? Now that I think about it, he hasn't made uh, Martinez any better. He he's actually like, he didn't make McCaffrey any better. McCaffrey threw the ball ten yards max. I feel like he's actually been exposed since he got here, and now like now yeah, it's kind of well known he doesn't really do anything. Yeah, he yeah. just like has the cool glasses and looks like the doctor you know Oliver guy from Spider Man.
1: I just want to say I completely agree with Colt because nobody can deny the talent Martinez has. Even Bielema admitted after the game, he was the only guy on that offense that scared us. And anybody yeah. that watched him that freshman year could see this is a guy who had Heisman finalist potential, first-round draft pick potential, and he has not been developed. Put, to a him, put him
2: in an SEC program his freshman year. He would be like – Bielema said that?
1: Bielema said the only guy on Nebraska's offense that scared us was number two. Wow. Wow.
2: And that's, dude, I feel like Biela probably said the same thing about number seven back in Wisconsin. Number 10? Was it 10? Are you talking about? Yeah, uh, three. Number three. Taylor three. Martinez? Taylor, yeah. <laughs> He's like, man, magic. Just the, the Martinez's. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I mean, but that speaks that volumes. Number, yeah, I mean, like, come on. And and I'll say this. Adrian that's I, sad, I think he gets shit honestly. on a lot by his pocket presence. I think he has pretty good pocket presence. I think a lot of the times his pockets are shitty. and yeah. You know, maybe his ball security is one thing, but his pocket presence, I think, is pretty good. Yeah, I tweeted, good feel, I, right. I tweeted out, like, don't put this on, because a lot of people in the past have, like, said, man, fuck Martinez. Like, he sucks. Bench him. Like, we have a buddy that does it all the time. Put in Reem or what's his fucking name? Who's our other guy? Well, I, th- I think the next guy would be Smothers, Logan oh, Smothers. Oh, Logan Smothers. I'm sorry, not Reimers. That's a different. Player. I mean, that guy, that buddy, that same buddy said the same thing about Luke McCaffrey. And yeah, he, I know. And he plays for Rice now. And yeah, he went to Louisville, and so, like they weren't playing him, so he's like, I want to go Rice. Yeah. So I mean, fuck you guys. <laughs> like everyone, and this is what we said last year: be careful what you say about Benji Martinez. And again, I think it's a it's a bad position that we're in this or bad thing we're in this position, but it's the position we're in. And, uh, you know, if you want to play someone besides Adrian, a healthy Adrian. You know what? I would eh. honestly (laughs) – it's probably going to happen at some point, knowing for us. He's probably going to try it out this year. It would not surprise me. Like, yeah, we're going to get blown out by Oklahoma. But, like, if we get fucked up by Michigan State and, you know, he's probably going to try and, like, do a dual quarterback thing. And then we'll find out. And it's going to be the same thing, I bet, where it's like, what the fuck? I guess we gotta go back to Martinez.
1: Can I say something? Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, No.
0: Bill.
2: Oh no, this is your this is this is your pod tonight.
1: No, I'm sorry. It's just something I thought of that you know, something you guys both said earlier. He was so accurate with his passes, both deep and short his freshman year, and he hasn't been since. And I think some of it goes to the recruiting of the coaching staff. He had his best skill talent around him that freshman year. He had Stanley Morgan, he had JD Spielman. Oh uh, yeah. He had Tanner That's Farmer, true. he had his best offensive line that freshman year. And since then, there has just not been a consistent wide receiver presence. No, our wide receivers have been and
2: awful. And there's not been a strong
0: offensive
2: line. Yeah, that's true. Wide receivers have been trash. I think the line's getting better. Completely Obviously, trash. didn't really show it. I think there's this is, the is our best receiving course since then. I think. I just right? not even that good. Like the best receivers we heard about, like Xavier Betts. I, I I still do not understand how he was not in the game, like, like at he, all. He didn't play. I a think snap. he played on special teams a few times, and maybe was in for a few snaps. But like, he never had any meaningful ones, and he was, was he supposed like, to be better he, than Omar. He made some of our <laughs> better plays last year as a true freshman. I thought, uh, like, I, yeah, he did. I just don't That's know true. why you don't put the play like you were saying earlier, Cole. I don't know why you, are, you know not putting At least, the playmakers on the field. Yeah, yeah. I guess I, yeah. Well, I'm not he's not living up yet. to what JB brought up earlier in the day. Uh, uh, but, you know about wanting to excel with fear of failure. I think Scott's coaching. Scared yeah. right now. I think I think uh I think like three quarters of Adrian is Scott Frost. Like I mean you just got to you got to set well, sc- things Scott, up right for him. Scott and Adrian you are married him right him. now, you know, and that's oh yeah that's the sad sure. thing is that everyone's gonna put Adrian with Scott and Scott with Adrian when I I don't think Adrian deserves that at all. Scott maybe, but I don't think Adrian does. Well, let's that all being said, I think we boat let's race. Do our, I think we boat race. Let's do our best case week. scenario for Fordham. Yeah, I think we boat race them uh Good score I think you know we'll probably take the ball first because Scott always does that <laughs> uh Adrian will probably always does that we don't do anything <laughs> yeah. it. Adrian will probably take it ah, we'll probably get a kick return like fair catch at around the five yard line Adrian will get a 95 yard drive and uh you know probably just put it right down their throat and then <laughs> we'll probably get a fumble on the kickoff from Fordham because I don't know if they've like practiced. Kickoffs in New York there because it's like a weird arena football league. It's state. in New York. Fordham is. Oh, I don't know. That. I don't know where it is. We did it last. What's week? their mascot? We did it last week on the podcast. I don't know. Are they that. like the Knights. I don't know that. JB
1: does. What? They're the Rams. Oh, oh wow, the Rams. The Fordham Look. Rams.
2: Why? Well, I, I too am a Ram. It's a nice ring to it. <laughs> but uh, you know, we'll probably like to, you know take their uh, fumble off the kickoff and run it back. You know, long story short, I think like probably seventy to. Four. Holy Four shit! Are you Loses serious? To All right. I uh, my best case scenario is, um, yeah, we get the ball first and just do a nice, nice, easy drive. Just run the ball. Just some inside zone. You're not plays. having as fun with this segment as I am. I'm just, I'm just being realistic, dog. Nope. No, but this is not. The, this is the. This is the non-realistic <laughs> segment. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Maybe like. Maybe a first down, a couple first downs on Dude, some po- insides. Play zone action, play. bomb, play your action, boy, bomb. Oliver Martin, like put him in the slot. You know, mess. They're gonna be like, oh, why is he in the slot? He's wide little, receiver number one. Little chair out. Why is he in the slot? What's going on? And then just pa like Tyreek Hill, just over the top. <laughs> uh, and uh, and then from there, you know, we get like. Probably three defensive touchdowns. A couple defensive scores. Yeah, yeah. Probably Caleb Tanner gets one. Hopefully Cam Taylor Britt can actually return a punt. Um you yeah. know. I'm saying fifty eight f- no. Fifty six to I don't know. Nine. Wait, no. So Oscar's yeah. cover, right? That's nine. forty nine. that's that's above forty two. Okay, so we're covering. All right, Uh, still feels weird, but that's best case scenario. Special guest JB, your thoughts?
1: (laughs) My my score prediction is sixty three twenty one Huskers. I think that's good one. I think the Huskers are going to be firmly in control. I I think the starters are mostly going to be out after halftime. I do think in the second half, especially since Fordham is a pass heavy team. Not that they're going to scare anyone, but I think if our defense has a weakness, it's probably pass defense. There's probably going to be a couple of garbage time touchdowns in there, so that's my guess. Sixty three, fourteen.
2: That seems like I can I mean, see those a, numbers. That's a really good guess. Yeah. actually. So realistically, you know, I would I would say I don't have confidence in us getting to like plus forty against anybody. Uh, I'd say probably forty. Nebraska forty nine, Fordham seven. Oh, like actual now? Yeah, that's my. Oh, actual. okay. I'll go forty four.
0: 14. God, God, that's I, bad.
2: I honestly don't. I, if Jesus Fordham scores 21 points on us. Like, yeah, but that's like that's garbage, garbage time. time. That's garbage yeah. time. Like it's That's like last well, let's seven get, minutes. Let's get to some real college yeah, football. Let's, we let's, have, let's run down the spreads. We, yeah, we have some good actual football games coming up uh, this weekend. They're like very exciting, actually. Uh, starting tomorrow, uh, fun one here in Big Ten country. We have number four, Ohio State. Am I reading that correctly? Number four um, at Minnesota. The only thing that makes this interesting, I think, is that it's at Minnesota. And, you know, P.J. Fleck mm-hmm. and Minnesota are kind of weird. I'm kind of surprised they're not ranked. Did they lose a lot of people this this year, J.B.? Yeah, he's, he's shaking his head, yeah. Or nodding his head. No, Minnesota, no, he's shaking his head. No, they did not lose a lot of people. They As... were
1: bad last year.
2: Oh, Minnesota was. Huh. Well, they beat our ass.
0: <laughs> well that so doesn't Cole, mean much do you days. have the
2: spread on that this i'm on the one i got website. the same thing this caesar sportsbook yeah. yeah what What do you have there uh minus hmm. 14 ohio state money line um would be minus 650 ohio state what do you, let's just do spreads you, you have ohio state covering uh i do yes i probably yeah i probably do too jb I think you it's... know,
1: I actually have Minnesota beating the spread on this one. I think Ohio State's going to win the game, but I think it's going to be closer than the spread. It's
2: going to be like 10. Okay. Yeah. Minnesota's a tough place to play. We'll have to check the weather tomorrow. I guess it's uh...
1: – Minnesota got ravaged by COVID last year. That's why they weren't very good. They returned a lot of starters back.
2: What it's do they say bad. up there? Row the boat? R- yeah. Skiuma. Are they rowing boats up there? No, dude. We don't talk like that. <laughs> We hate that guy. <laughs> I fucking hate that guy. The next day, Friday, uh probably the best one on Friday is number ten North Carolina going to Lane Stadium in Blacksburg. Uh North Carolina, Virginia Tech. Colt, you got the spread on that? We got uh minus five and a half on uh North Carolina. Ooh, I might hammer Virginia Tech there. Yeah. Do Blacksburg at night. North Carolina. So they play inner sandman when the team I comes in. I think out. North Carolina, is though, is the favorite under Clemson in the ACC. I could be wrong. Probably. Uh, That's fucking Roy Williams, right? No, Mac. Or fucking Roy Mac Williams. uh Mac What's Brown. his name? Brown. 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 Yeah. Mac Brown. He's, he's, and he's, he's been doing well there. He's recruiting. They still have that quarterback. He didn't go pro. I forget his name, but he's. Uh, black dude? Is he black? Oh, no. no. I, don't. I know No, he's he was like a very famous guy, dude. Very famous guy. Um, Howell, yeah, Yeah. Sam Howell, Sam Howell,
1: Howell,
2: Sam Howell. He (laughs) gets (laughs) down, but uh, I think Virginia Tech covers, dude. I think they cover, Uh, (laughs) dude. You didn't even mention Michigan State or Northwestern. Hey, yeah, we're gonna. Probably want you. <laughs> anyway. Northwestern Michigan State. Wow. Didn't see that one. What's the spread there? Minus three. Who? Northwestern. Pat's Fitzgerald. Pat's Fitzgerald. Ooh. I kind of just called him Pat's Fitzgerald now. Not even Northwestern. I kinda think I, I kinda think I like Northwestern. The fighting Pat's Fitzgeralds. Yeah, they're I mean, he's probably the best coach in the big Ten. I mean he's been there for fucking what, twenty four years or something. <laughs> Like he is, he's a really good coach, though. So who do you? I mean, I think we got Northwestern there. I got Northwestern there. Yeah, they, dude, they could have less talent than Michigan State or, you know, most middle tier teams in the, you know, Big Ten, and they just like don't make mistakes ever. Northwestern, they just figure, and they always have a linebacker that's all Big Ten, like right. a really good linebacker. And then the uh, the nightcap. Friday night is my, my CSU Rams against South Dakota State at Canvas Stadium, Fort Collins, Colorado. We got CSU there. Uh, I didn't know that was on. Yeah. I don't have that yeah, one. Yeah, it doesn't really make the books, <laughs> but I got CSU in that one just for the I got I got one Saturday.
0: Yeah, Tulane
2: yep. at Oklahoma. Guess what the line is. This could be a fun betting game. This is going to be minus 55. Dude, only minus 26 and a half. Wow. Like at I thought Tulane? it'd be like thirty, yeah, like thirty or forty. Like ours is going to be so games. Tulane's much better than we are, apparently. <laughs> Wait, this is my my thing is telling me that Oklahoma at Tulane, yeah. clearly, but then location Memorial Stadium, Oklahoma. That
1: was the hurricane. Yeah, it's at Oklahoma. Um,
2: oh. um, I'm confused. Thank you, JB, bringing us in with some current events. The hurricane in uh, New oh. Orleans. They're playing it in Norman. Duh. Well, still, the spread should be higher. right. Is the spread adjusted? Yeah, I don't know. You should hammer that. Oh, maybe. This is as of seven hours ago. JB, your thoughts?
1: I like Oklahoma big time there.
2: Like Yeah, there's going to yeah. be money to be made there, right? Yeah. Rattler, Spencer Rattler is supposed to be the fucking greatest thing. I mean, I might go, to d- I might go down. Never go into that program, apparently. I might go down after we get off air here and put some money on that one. Okay. The next one, the Foxes. Big Fox. Big Noon? Yeah, Big Noon Fox. Good one here. Penn State at Wisconsin. Number 19 at number 12. Colt, what's the spread? It's minus four and a half, Wisconsin. I'll take Wisconsin here. JB?
1: I'll also take Wisconsin at That's Camp Randall. That's
2: tough. But, yeah, it's Camp Randall opening, opening. What time is that at? It's 11 a.m. big Oh, noon. fuck that. That might be that Stud- might be that's why it's so. close. Students won't even be students, awake yet. Students won't be rocking yet. No, they won't be there till the third quarter. That's true. Oh yeah, they'll pull it out. It'd be a really close game till like yeah fourth quarter, and then maybe Wisconsin will run away with it. Penn State, remember we beat them last year. They went zero and four, and then I think they won their next five games or four games. So they went on a they got hot. Towards Wisconsin's favored. Uh, I mean, they have. Have you seen their schedule? It's so easy this year. I haven't. I don't want to we'll, look We'll at talk it. about it later. Different, different epi. Uh, what's probably the, the next good one going down the line? Oregon at Fresno State. Or Fresno State at Oregon, I'm sorry. It might be decent. What's the spread on that one? Fresno uh, State just destroyed UConn. That's not in my book. Caesars is not doing that one. <laughs> <laughs> that one's probably not no good then. Let's do. All right. Next one Alabama, Miami, 230. Uh, we got minus 18 and a half Bama obviously Jesus Christ money line for Miami plus 700 damn well that's plus 700 uh, yeah 18 is the 18 and a half yeah so I mean I think I, I think uh Bama's gonna cover that. What do you think, JB?
1: I agree, Colt. I don't have much confidence <laughs> in the Hurricanes. I think Bama's gonna cover. I
2: mean, that. I think Miami's ranked like 18th or something, but like, gee, and it's at it's at Miami. It's probably gonna be wet. Wha- oh no, it's not. I'm sorry, it's in Bama. But uh, I mean, they're gonna fucking destroy them. We're Miami's destroy a good them.
1: team, but Alabama's the cream of the crop.
2: Right, right. But who's 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 quarterbacking? Do we know at Alabama now? But they just I honestly out. have no idea. They some other. F- Cam Jones was their quarterback last year, right? And I think so. He just took Cam Noon's spot if you weren't aware of that. Either.
1: Mac Jones did, yeah. yeah. They just good they for just him. Cam Noon. Well,
2: you know why, right? Motherfucker would not get vaccinated. We're not yeah. going to get into that, but wow. Belichick, Belichick pulling a master class on how to handle a...
1: Maybe Mac Jones is the next Tom Brady. Yep. Maybe lightning strikes twice. You never know.
2: dude dude do not say that like i saw some like twitter shit about that like is he the next time fuck no come on all right indiana at iowa this is a nice little big 10 game uh minus three only at iowa is it Indiana at Iowa? I kind of want I would take Iowa I think they can win that by like a touchdown or 10
1: I've got Indiana I think Indiana is going Oh this it's year. In, I'm
2: sorry it's Indiana it's in Indiana they, they have this
1: shit. I think it's Look at
2: look at this it says No it's at Iowa it says Iowa Hawkeyes versus Indiana Hoosiers but they do Indiana at Iowa like it's confusing it's, as fuck It's spot.
1: at I got Indiana I think Indiana is a sport real See this Caesar book I'm skeptical on the Hawkeyes they gotta this fix year this.
2: They got to fix their website Bill It's making me angry Now I mean Indiana is the clear the clear one here. I I mean, their coach. I think guy. I think if you remember, (laughs) if you remember last year, Indiana against Penn State. Remember, everyone was like taking Penn State. Indiana beat them week one. Wasn't Indiana the darling last? Yeah, but Iowa always loses a game early. They're never good early. They're always like, oh, you're right. They always lose like to well, Northern Iowa. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like someone sh- way shittier than or, Indiana. Uh, or a fucking North Dakota State. Right? So I got Indiana probably money line here. This will probably be the one I go bet on. All right, all right, here we go. And then we got, this is interesting. Uh, Louisiana at Texas. Guess what the line is for that, the spread. Not the line, uh, the spread. Uh, five. Minus five? Uh, minus eight. Minus eight. I thought it would be way higher. Is Texas not that Dude, great? Louisiana, I mean... Louisiana is ranked 23. Texas is 21. Louisiana is a good team this year. Louisiana Lafayette. Yeah. We're not talking about LSU. I know. (laughs) I'm like confused. I know. All right. All right. So Um, I'll probably take uh, Louisiana here because I think Texas usually loses early as well. And I just hate them. Five and a half. Eight and a half. So you know I got a new job. My fucking – the CEO of the company is from UT – and I had lunch well not lunch just with him but we had lunch with him last week and I got into it with him uh, during the, for the Big 12 championship thing and I we went back and forth on was there really a second left he seems to think there was and I'm like dude you're you're out of your mind well, I just told I told the CEO my third weekend you're out of your mind you don't know what you're talking about am, I, I, am I gonna get fired <laughs> I mean, hold on. You, we could probably put a clint I know some. I know a uh, working comp attorney. I almost wanted to yeah bring up the clip. And be like at at the lunch table. You know what? I honestly do think there was a second left, but oh, well. I'll never say that to anybody. He's a good guy, I guess. But I told him, yeah, I hate. Let's do. About. Let's go back. Let's go down to the. Uh, you know, the, the big, the big one. The big, the big one. ones. Clemson, Georgia. Man, this would be fun to bet on. I feel like just because Clemson's so new, the smart money would be Georgia. You know, and when I say new, I mean, like, no Trevor Lawrence. Right, right. But um, Georgia hasn't proved really much. This is yeah. like this is like that classic, smart. classic game where a good coach just has a good team, and they come out and they beat Georgia. So I'm going to take Clemson this one. What's the line? Minus three Clemson. Ooh. Um...
0: um
2: I would do at least. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna still take. I'm gonna. I'm gonna still take Clemson. I just want to say real quick. We got. These are the two. Pri- we have two big primetime games Saturday night: Georgia versus Clemson, LSU at UCLA. In my <laughs> mind, traditionally, one of these games is not going to be as good as the other. We're going to have a really good game. One of them. The other one's going to be. Eh. I'm thinking. Yeah, this game's gonna be tight. LSU at UCLA. I think that could be a blowout. I think LSU can roll UCLA because UCLA hasn't really done shit. Chip Kelly's actually on the hot seat, um, but I'm going. I'm going to take. Uh, I'll take Georgia. This could be our game where uh, you know. I'll uh, i buy I'll buy I'll buy a bottle of JMO if you if you win this bet. I'll take Georgia. You take Clemson. No, how about this? How about this? Sunday, number nine, Notre Dame at Florida State. What's that? What's that? What's that's that? Uh, minus seven and a half. I'll take Florida State money line there. Okay, that's 240. Yeah, if Florida State wins, you buy me a bottle. If Notre Dame wins, I'll buy you a six-pack. What? <laughs> Those are like the odds, pretty much. <laughs> Okay, six pack of anything. Well, like <laughs> nothing crazy, like a like all the right. best six pack you'll get's like a ten dollars six pack. Domestics. Like a like maybe some uh, like some like a Belgian triple, like a craft beer six pack, like the like this thing that you're drinking. Uh, okay, all right.
0: But then if Florida, State, get-
2: if Florida State wins, you have to buy me a bottle of Maker's. Dude, that's such a big difference. That's like. What is number nine against an unranked team? That you money? Gotta th- you got to think about the, the money oh. line. Why are we doing? Okay. I don't like that. But I'll take it. <laughs> right. Fair dude. enough. We're on, dude. Fair S- enough. Six. All right, where you got LSU at UCLA? It's plus three and a half UCLA. Oh, I got LSU easy. Yeah, they got a fucking roll. I'm surprised yeah. that's so close. Probably only cause well, I know LSU doesn't have Joe Burrow anymore, and they lost some of their receivers, I guess. But, JB, you have reload. JB, you got anybody in the uh, Notre Dame-Florida State action. game or the LSU-UCLA game?
1: I've got UCLA. I think they're turning the corner now. Wow. I think LSU's really? on the downslope, and I've got Notre Dame over Florida State, but I think that's going to be really close because I think Mike Norvell is really good, and I think Notre Dame lost too much talent last year, but I got Notre Dame in UCLA. <laughs>
2: Wow, she so knows. JB over here pretty much just like fading me, basically any he, he knows. doing <laughs> he the knows exact opposite team. of what I want. Uh, yeah. Now that I come to think of it, you know LSU never really wasn't do- they weren't really doing much before Joe Burrow because they always had fucking quarterback issues. So yeah, they just needed a quarterback, and that's still how they are now. They have a quarterback. Yeah, now I think they're gonna everything. go back to the old LSU where it's like. I mean, they, they just run the sh- ball. They were in so. the national championship like five years before they were in it when uh, Burrow won it. Yeah, who was that quarterback? Uh, it's horrible. My friend Mason would kill me right now. I mean, I don't know. They beat uh, Justin. Je- or, uh, they beat Alabama in Alabama. Like it was like uh, six to three or seven to three or something. Yeah, I remember those games. They're so boring. And then they played them again in the national championship. It was twenty-one like zero Alabama. Yeah, those games were so boring. But they're good. They just they're they don't have a quarterback. Ah, well, good shit. There is a game Monday night: Louisville versus Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss is minus nine and a half. Uh, Ray, Ray's a uh, Louisville alum. He is a Louisville alum. <laughs> Not alum. Uh, well, he's on. Well, he he was a he, he had a tenure there. were there for a few semesters. <laughs> <laughs> a few semesters. He's, he he still keeps you know track of them. He had fun. Are they going to be well? this They're going to be Bradley good. King. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, maybe that. Maybe that. I'm going to start rooting for them. I got. I got to adopt a new L1C4, program. C4, baby. Dude, I'll, I'll roll. I'll, I'll roll with Ole Miss in that game. God's for life. Alright, anything else we want to hit on real quick before uh, we you know uh, NFL hasn't started yet. Um besides Cam Newton getting benched, uh well hey, you released, base? I'm sorry. Oh yeah, Cam Newton's uh yeah. I don't think there's much other news in the NFL. Baseball's doing well, cruising along. <laughs> Uh <laughs> World Cup qualifications have started in soccer. Dude, Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo yeah, Cristiano, back to Man did U. You he broke the record for I, most international goals? I saw both today. of his goals today. Yeah. I'm actually pretty I might get a I might get a Man U jersey. Wow. You that think that'd be, be cool? No. <laughs> but go for it. And <laughs> uh, my uh Ajax jersey, Cody. Who so. else happened? Uh, I mean, yeah, Messi to PSG obviously. Um, dude, fun times in soccer. Crazy transfer market yeah and yeah. uh window just closed yesterday um basketball's not happening thank god and um i don't know jb you got anything else to say to the to the listeners
1: u.s open tennis is on oh and, u.s tennis open that's right you know just thank you bill and colt for having me again tonight jb
2: is great it's an honor uh, you we'll are. have you on again uh hopefully it's better news uh on the Husker front. We'll take the listeners' feedback. You know, if they like you, you'll be back. There's going to be uh, some game-defining, you know, season-defining uh, game this <laughs> this season. <laughs> maybe maybe it's Iowa or Wisconsin. We'll have you on then. You know, it would be good to have your takes. You always drop, hopefully we'll be drop more, the heaters. We'll be more pumped up about them, too, instead of such, you know, a Debbie Downer situation. Yeah, you know, well, we're not the only ones. No. <laughs> Pretty much every... Husker Media Podcast is where we're at at this point. But, well, hey, it's, for, there's going to be some fresh For here. all of us here at Pure Couch Sports, uh, we'd like to thank you for your attendance, for listening to the podcast. Follow us at Pure Couch Sports on Twitter. Follow us at uh, Pure Couch Sports Instagram. We have a YouTube page, Pure Couch Sports, 402 Hit us with any uh, comments you have or uh, predictions, what have you, put you on the podcast. I'm sorry we ran out of time. We rambled too too much for our uh, our, <laughs> our uh, calls today. But we'll get you – all you guys who called, we'll get you on the next episode. Don't worry about it. And um, yeah. that being said, Colt, let's, uh, let's GBR. Let's win a game. Let's, let's win a football. <laughs> all, right. all
0: right. Peace. Should I go back? Should I go back?